Hello, listeners. Welcome to PR Hangover. I'm Emma Nelson, and you're listening to a public relations podcast brought to you by Grand Valley State University's PRSSA chapter. Grab a cup of coffee, relax, and get ready to talk all things PR. Hello, listeners. Welcome to PR Hangover. Today we have Miss Corey Bricker on our podcast. Corey, welcome. We're so happy to have you. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, so if you want to give us a little introduction about yourself and what you do. I graduated from Spring Arbor University in 2006. I have a degree in fine arts with a concentration in graphic design. And currently, I live on a small farm with my husband and two sons. We have two horses. And right now, I work remotely. Well, even before COVID, I worked remotely (laughs) for uh, Logos Communications. I do graphic design for them. Recently, we just had a redesign of our podcast logo and stuff. And I worked with our own graphic designer. So I have a lot of respect for what you do because I could not do that. Um, So how did you get into that specifically communications wise? Just give us a little story about that. I have always enjoyed art. Like since I was a little girl, I was always drawing and I've also always enjoyed words. I was like a bookworm. And it was probably in high school that I figured out that graphic design was a thing where you could combine words and pictures. And I was like, I love this idea. (laughs) I was also lucky enough to have an aunt who was a graphic designer at GM back when they did their design in-house. And I remember going to uh, Take Your Kid to Work Day with her, which was really interesting to see it in a big corporate setting like that. It's nothing like what I do now, but it was just an interesting experience to see and... um, she really fostered that in me and like she uh, helped me get some classes, just introductory software classes uh, down by where she lived. And I stayed with her for a couple days to take those. And I think that really like cemented the idea that this was something I could do for a living and enjoy it. Um, and then I wasn't really sure what kind of setting I wanted to do design in. I had worked at a print shop, and that was a good experience to see the other side of it, to see how things get produced, but I definitely didn't love (laughs) doing design there. Um, And it was actually my mother-in-law that introduced me to communications because she's in that field, and she actually works for Logos Communications as well. So she introduced me to my boss, Sue Voiles, and uh, we decided to try working together and see how it went, and we both felt like it was a good fit. So I've been in communications with Logos since then. Perfect. And I know you kind of mentioned that working remotely and how I want... That I love how it comes in handy, especially right now. So you, you were already yes. on that train, but um, what does a typical work day look like for you, first of all, as a graphic designer, but also then like working yeah. remotely? Well, being having a farm and being a mom, my work day doesn't start until horses and kids are taken care of. And uh, I personally find I enjoy the morning. 
but I don't work well in the morning. So I usually use my morning for kind of looking at my day, processing whatever projects I have to work on, especially if it's a new project, just kind of giving myself space to think about it before I even go to the computer. Um, you know, doing, answering emails, doing little stuff that has to be done but doesn't really work. <laughs> and then I find I'm the most productive in the afternoon. So that's when I try to set aside big chunks of time to just work on design. And because we work remotely and because it's a flexible schedule, you know, if I need to take off early one day to pick up kids from after school stuff and it's flexible, we can do that. And uh, I really appreciate that, that it works well for our whole family, that we can juggle it all and squeeze it all in. What advice would you have for people who are starting to work remotely or as we're starting online classes with school? Yeah. What are things that keep you on track when you want to procrastinate? You just <laughs> get yourself going. Any advice? <laughs> well, having a separate room is invaluable. I realized you can't necessarily do that in every living situation, but having a room where you can close the door is helpful to be able to say, I'm going in the office and I need a chunk of time to actually get some work done. Um, I'm lucky enough in this situation, my kids are a little older, so they're old enough to, to do things on their own. I, I have no idea what advice to give people with little kids right now because I'm like, you can't tell a two-year-old, like, I need you to stay out here for an hour while I get something done, you know? How important are graphic design skills in this particular communications field? I think they're super important. Um, we live in such a visual world right now, and people are making split-second decisions about whether they're going to click on the link or whether they're going to just scroll past whatever, you know, your ad or your post or you have so little time to communicate with your customer before they make a judgment about whether it's worth reading. So you could have the best written, you know, advertisement or slogan or whatever, but if it's not visually appealing, no one's gonna look at it. So I, I feel like the design and the communication have to work hand in hand to be an effective messenger. Do you feel, pres do you feel pressure as the designer? like? I'm the one who makes or breaks it. No, I really feel like it's a it's a team effort. Um, and in that sense, I feel like understanding the whole message, the whole, you know, uh, marketing message that your client has is really important. Trying to kind of get inside their head and understand what are they trying to communicate from the beginning and then it's much less frustrating. <laughs> what advice would you give to skilled designers who are working in this field and also beginner designers or people who are looking into graphic design in college? Well, for skilled designers, I would say take time to do things that are creative outside of your work. Because um, I feel like sometimes we forget that like graphic design is a service job, you know, I'm not just creating whatever I want. 
I'm using my skills to tell the story of the client that I'm working for. So I feel like sometimes, especially if it's not super exciting stories, you know, you you just start to feel like you run out of creativity, you get dry, and then taking those times to just be creative yourself is so helpful and just refreshing your own creative soul, really. Like, I mean, it could be cooking, it could be gardening. I like to do watercolor painting. Just something that is just a creative outlet for you that creates space inside of you because then when you do go back to your work, you're bringing your whole self and I feel like you're much more creative and ideas just flow to these design problems that weren't flowing before when you don't take time to be creative yourself. That's, that's wow. That's really good. I feel like I need to do that even though I'm not a designer. So I agree because we're all creative just in different ways. So I, I do think that it is good advice for all people. It is advice that I have heard and found to be very true in my own life. So I do think it is good advice for everyone. Um, as far as new designers or people looking into it, I would say the communication aspect of design is so important, but often overlooked. Because, you know, when you're learning design, you're learning the software, you're learning the techniques for catching people's attention, and you're focused on those things. But the communication piece is huge. If you're working, you know, one-on-one with a client, figuring out the right questions to ask them to draw out what their vision is and to really get inside their head and understand what they're trying to communicate is so important. I know, like, I feel like most of the mistakes that I made as a young designer were because I didn't communicate well. I assumed, you know, that a client would like this, or I assumed that a client wouldn't be willing to pay more for something, you know, and just realizing, like, over-communicating is better. And if I, (laughs) you know, if I don't ask, I won't know what it is that they want. And a lot of times clients need help with words. Like they don't they don't necessarily know what they're asking for. So you kind of have to work out how do I draw this out of them to see what they really want. And it's probably different for every person, but you kind of hone down a, a group of questions that really helps you understand what does this person want to communicate and how can I best do that? And then if you're working on a team, I feel like it's it's still a similar process. You all have to understand what your goal is to communicate, and you have to be able to communicate with each other and give each other good feedback, which is invaluable. I can tell you as the only designer on our team, you know, I don't always have that feedback in my work, so... Sometimes I have to go ask outside just to get feedback, you know, because it's so helpful. Sometimes you can be stuck on something and it seems like so hard and then someone gives you some feedback and you're like, oh, it's such a simple solution. Thank you. That's all I needed, you know. So when you have a team, being able to communicate like that is so important. But I feel like that's something you don't learn in school very well. So it's worth pursuing on your own. Did you know right away when you were going into graphic design that 
you wanted to do the communications route? No. Okay. No, I really didn't. I wasn't I wasn't sold on like one certain industry. Like I said, I worked at the a printing place doing graphic design there and uh and I'd done some occasional, you know, freelance, but that really was my own only experience. So I really wasn't sure that I would be going into communications. Do you have a favorite client you've worked for or a favorite design that you've done that you're super proud of or just you think really communicated well what you were trying to do? Yeah, about probably a year and a half ago, one of our clients, um, GTS, they're a telecommunications company in the Detroit area, and they did a total rebranding, and so Logos got to do that with them, you know, rewrite, redesign the website, the brochures, the sales sheets, the business cards, everything. We started from the ground up. Um, and I really enjoyed it because they have been our client for a long time. So we know them well. They know us well. So the communication part was already there. Um, but it was it was a lot of fun because... They had established, they hadn't really established a brand identity, but they had established a business identity, if that makes sense. They had grown so fast that their marketing was just kind of a mishmash of things as they're trying to keep up. And so then when we kind of got to pull it all together, it was really exciting for me to see it all come together. And the CEO there, Mark Stackpool, he was so um, generous, just giving me free reign <laughs> to do whatever I wanted, which was really fun. Like sometimes it's challenging working with people when they don't really want to hear your ideas. <laughs> they just want you to do what they want you to do. And he was open to hearing different ideas and trying different things. And in the end, we were all really happy with how it turned out and how much it communicates who they are and what their vision is much more so than the last 10, 15 years of, you know, mishmash stuff that they had going. So I really enjoyed that project a lot. As a non-design person, I say, like how you said, um, he was really like, what are your ideas? Put forth your own opinions. I trust the designer way more than myself. Like, I don't know what I'm talking about on that end. So giving them full range to just they know what they're, you know what you're doing, you know what I mean? You know better than anyone else what certain implements of the design will do communications wise. So do you communicate like in, like on Zoom with clients or is it like written briefs or emails that they send to you? What makes you work more effectively? Um, I find emails are usually pretty effective. That's what I use the most with clients. A phone call can definitely be helpful sometimes when, you know, you're clearly not understanding each other or it's more work than it's worth to type it all out, you know? But a lot of the times we just email back and forth and that works really well. And what is your favorite part about working in PR or communications? This can be both design related and not. I think I I enjoy that we work with so many different clients. You know, it's not just one industry. And so... It's, 
you have a variety of experiences. And I also enjoy that because I'm working with writers and communicators, like I'm getting more of the full experience with that, with that company's, you know, marketing plan. We're not piecing it together with other marketing companies. You know, we're doing the whole thing. So we're doing the writing, we're doing the brainstorming, we're doing the design. So I feel like it's more of a cohesive message that we craft than if it was all separate companies trying to do these different pieces for them. Corey, thank you so much for being on this episode of PR Hangover. We loved having you talk about graphic design. I know I learned a lot. I'm sure our listeners did. So thank you so much. Well, thank you again for having me. I enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. Tune in every other Wednesday for a new episode of PR Hangover. Follow us on Twitter at GV underscore PRSSA and visit GVPRSSA.com to get insights on this week's episode.